Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Dominic Ficicello. Dom, it's been a minute, man. How are you? Yeah, what have you been doing? Yeah, we, we've been uh, we've been talking baseball, man. Having some fun with, uh, of course, uh, your favorite former teammate, Trent Daniel, here, man. Oh, he's definitely up there with him. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and him, uh, we have a lot of the same viewpoints, and you know, we we uh, contact each other every once in a while on game day when it's a big game. So, and him kind of still live and die, and live vicariously through the team. Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, so I know that uh, of course you still follow the team uh, pretty religiously, uh, Dom. So what do you just uh, what have you thought of the Razorbacks so far this season, and just uh, the fact that hey, leading the West right now and on top in the SEC, tied for it, and looks like they're in a great position to be a national seed this year. Yeah, I mean it's um, been a bit of a roller coaster in a sense. Um, you guys have already talked about it, but you know injury after injury just seems like and. You know, the way LSU started this season, I don't think – I don't know if any of us even thought we'd be at the top of the West, you know, let alone the entire conference at this point. But yeah, I think uh, it's just kind of a testament to Coach Van Horn and, and how he he holds the guys together, uh, even when things don't seem to be going our way. But it, it, it kind of never fails with him. He just always seems to push the right buttons – right guys and uh you know it's almost a, a foregone conclusion that you know the Razorbacks are going to be pretty much right where we need to be come time for for postseason ball with everything that's happened so far Dom uh what have you been most impressed with with this team fighting through the injuries and just how the season has gone well um I mean you kind of just said it it's it's really impressive to kind of see guys step into roles and, and fill in when needed and not just not just fill in but but do a good job when they do get their chance. And I kind of think it really shows our depth. You know, there's still there's still guys on that roster that you know most most people probably don't even know. But these are these are guys that can really play ball. Um, in particular, Jones. I mean, that kid. I'm excited to see what he's capable of doing, and he's just one of several. But you know, it just it speaks to our depth, and you know, when guys step in and do their job, um, you know, they don't seem rattled or nervous or uptight or anything like that. That again. It's a testament to Coach Van Horn and how he prepares these guys to step in and how they're always ready to play, whether they're in the starting lineup or not. You know, he has them ready to go. And and that's a huge luxury for a ball club, especially in this conference where every weekend is just an absolute battle. It doesn't really matter, you know, what the team's record is. They're still an SEC ball club, so it's not a it's not a gimme. So he's done an incredible job during a season where I think, you know, I don't know if I've ever seen this many injuries of, at, to the big players, big name players on our roster. I, I don't think I've ever seen it before. So it's impressive. Yeah. I don't think anybody's ever seen anything like it before, Dom. And, and you mentioned uh, having, having the team ready and, and the guys to step up. 
Uh, I know that uh, we talked to Trent a lot about it too, but I'm curious about your opinion on it. Why is what is it that Dave Van Horn does that that makes that the case? Because obviously every coach wants to do that and says that yeah, we're going to have guys ready next man up. But what is it about Dave Van Horn that has his whole culture and his team where hey, if somebody does go out, not only is he next man up, but the next man up can, can perform at a high level too. You know, I I'm not really sure I can pinpoint it. Um, you know, I think Trent could probably do a better job of it, but it's just um, kind of the connection he has with his players. Um, you know, he gives everybody their attention. It doesn't matter if you've you know been in the starting lineup regularly or you know if you're kind of a uh, a role player. I mean, he he connects with his ball players and. You know, he kind of shows them early on in the season, especially midweek. He gives everybody their time, kind of just get their feet wet. And then throughout the course of the season, he gives them, you know, spot start. Um, he lets guys pinch hit or, or throw an inning in a game that we might be up big. And I think, you know, the way I used to look at it, and I'm sure it turns the same way, I mean, you just want – you love the guy and you want to perform when you get your chance so that you get more opportunities. And you just want to make the guy happy. And you, you kind of forget about that sense of self and that woe is me, maybe I'm not playing every day. Um, for some reason, was just you're always ready to go when you're on his ball club. And – when you get your chance, it's not so much about, you know, I need to get a hit so I look better or I need to throw a shutout inning so I look better. It's one of those things where, you know, you step in and you want to do well because you want the opportunity to help the team somewhere down the line. And that's kind of what he preaches. He always has. And it's your opportunity. And if you show him that, hey, you're a guy that can step into this role, especially pitching later in the season, we see it every year where, you know, eventually we go to that final deciding game and we need some guy that maybe hasn't thrown a ton or he hasn't started a game all season, they'll step in and they're ready to go. And all of a sudden he makes a name for himself. Seems to happen a lot more come postseason time than the regular season, but he always gets his guys ready to go somehow. And it's just his nature. I don't know. Guys just want to do well and perform well for him. And in return, it, it helps the team. Yeah, I, th- I think just to piggyback off that, like I can remember he it, it didn't really matter who you were. Like the big name, the all-conference guys, like he treated everybody the same. So there's a – a certain expectation with his teams and ball clubs. And um, I, I think when guys see a coach treat everybody the same like that, I know you, that's a, you hear, you always hear that kind of coach speak stuff, but um, I think you respond to that. And, and like Dom said, you want to play for a coach that wants the best for you and treats everyone fair. And, and he, he, there's a culture up there for sure. It's even stronger now probably than we were there. I mean, it's been 10 years crazy to think about, but, uh, there's definitely a culture and expectation, and and I think that's why you see guys like Peyton Holt come in and and they're ready to go. And I mean, they're you know they're just engaged in the game, even though they're not playing a ton. And 
and that speaks a lot to the coaching staff and and really the the culture of players. Yeah, and I think uh, something else too is just uh, you know because we have just a few minutes with you here, Dom. But uh, you know something that was brought up that uh, Trent said about you is that uh, you 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 had a you were a guy that people love to hate out there on the field. You had a little bit of a uh, swagger, a little bit of confidence to you, and everything. And uh, I, which I was shocked to hear that. I, I did not see that at all or anything like that. But uh, but yeah, man, it's like because we we talk about the the personality and I like kind of the expectation that Van Horn had is like, hey. You know, like the stuff we saw from Tennessee last year, what we've seen from Ole Miss, antics like that just, just don't fly. But yet it's uh, it, it's something to where there were some guys and some personalities on there, too, that it's like uh, you may have uh, wanted to do it one way, but he approached it in a different way to make sure that uh, you were still part of the culture that they were trying to build. Yeah, I, with him, it's, you know, to an extent, <clears throat> he wants you, he wants you to step in, especially as a freshman, with with that confidence. And sometimes guys can take that a little far and, and cross a line and he'll bring you back down to reality. Because the, I think the thing I love most about Coach Van Horn is he, he's old school. He, he demands a respect of the game and of your opponent. And anything that's seen as excessive or over the top, I mean, it only motivates the other, the other team. It really does. So... You know, hit your home runs, give you a little bat flip, but man, that's about it. And you know, there's there's just an an outright respect for the game that he kind of demands. And I'll admit, when I first stepped on campus, you know, coming from California, it was it was a huge difference. I mean, we just played baseball and we acted a little differently out there because that was just the way I'd grown up seeing guys play the game. But when I came out here, I, I I wanted to do it the way Coach Van Horn wanted me to do it. But at the same time, you have to find that happy medium point where you know you got a little, you got to have, you can't lose yourself entirely because there's something about what you did that got you to this point. But at the same time, you, you just have to respect the game and you have to play hard, and that's the way I always tried to do it. I know, you know, these people still talk about my poop shows and everything, and that was just, that had nothing to do with me being showboaty or anything like that. That was, you know, I was a Cal State Fullerton fan growing up, and I watched Kurt Suzuki, who's from Hawaii, and he wore his, and I always thought it was the coolest thing ever. And being from California, I was like, well, maybe I can take that out there with me, and that'll be my one, you know, my one California thing that I won't lose, but I always tried to, I never wanted to disrespect anybody. That was my thing. I wanted to be loose. I wanted to have fun, but you know, once, once the pitcher stepped on the rubber, it was, it was all business. That was my thing. It was, it baseball's meant to be fun and it is fun. But, you know, if you take this game seriously and you want to play it for a long time, even after college, I mean, it's, it's a job. And you've got to kind of treat it like one if you want to be successful and you want to be respected in this game. So I know people, other teams, I know the fact because I've played with guys from other teams in, in pro ball, 
that came up to me and said, man, we used to hate you. <laughs> I was like, what did I do? I go, man, just the way you walked and, and your necklaces and your TV tape and all that stuff. And I go, man, that was all just a comfort thing for me. That wasn't a, a showboating thing. That was just, you know, I that stuff made me feel comfortable. So, so Dominic, I where did, I needed to be. Yeah, Dominic. So did you? Did you get Trent to wear the puka shell necklaces? You didn't get anybody I to follow your lead. Yeah, <laughs> Trent, Trent had his fair share of necklaces on. Yeah. I mean, he right. was good. Yeah. But nobody would have understood if he was wearing a puka shell necklace with that accent and everything. Yeah. It just confused people, including me. But no, I mean, it was just is what we did. Everybody had their thing. It just turned out that you know the California, the lanky California kid with puka shells on just happened to piss people off, and I kind of liked it to an extent, but I never so wanted enough. it to go too far. I wasn't trying to take a heater to the back of the head or anything like that. Yeah just kind of built off of it yeah i mean i obviously we played a lot together but i mean I always i like guys that play with the edge and stuff out there so i've i've you could feed off things like that easily i mean I, I know i did and i like playing with gamers guys that you know have fun and had their personality out there and that, that's definitely how you played so it, it never bothered me it always it always tickled me though to see how everyone else reacted or hearing other fans because we hear all sorts of stuff but yeah I'd, I'd, the same sentiment probably in pro ball for me if if they talked about you is the same thing with the, with all that it's just funny <laughs> it's funny how you don't know somebody but you just assume things you know yeah so. yeah well that was uh, the thing with uh just i think players in general and athletes in general is it's yeah, like you see sure. see a way of like how they approach things or if they, they you know they wear certain things or uh walk a certain way but uh you know they uh they don't until you know them like as a person too it's like Man, and as a teammate, you know, you think about like guys like Draymond Green and, and the NBA. You know, people. I I don't like Draymond Green, but it seems apparently <laughs> his team does because they they like having him on there. You know, and uh, so not to say not to compare Dominic yeah, Ficcicello yeah. to uh, to Draymond Green, but yeah, I think yeah. most good ball clubs have some guy that's like like you don't like what I mean. If he's not on your team, you're like, I, no, that's not for me. You know, one of those things. I think every good ball club, uh, most sports, has a guy you just don't. Uh, you know, but if he's on your team, you'd love it. One of those things. Yeah, it's always like that. You have as to, long, have as long guy. as you yeah, prove yourself sure. to be a good teammate. Yeah, that's a that's the biggest thing for sure. Is you can you know how, you got to have that edge out there, but you know how how do you play with your guys is the most important thing. And you know we we had a really good team chemistry. That's why we were able to make some runs. We did. Yeah, I was trying to think of like right now. I don't think you know. Of course, we don't see it maybe as much, but on the team right now, like I don't know if there's a guy like that. You know, that's. You know, maybe got big over the top personality, or, or just a guy that maybe, you know, crowds the plate a little bit. Like I don't know if there's a guy on that team right now, but maybe just we just don't see I, it as much. I don't want to say. I mean, Josenberger play. He has an edge. Yeah, I, he's I think, got an edge. Yeah, too. I think when he plays, he's got he's got a little swagger. I, I really like you know his style of play and stuff. Can't wait to get him back. But I think there's some guys that probably act. You know, they're a little bit like that. You just don't maybe notice it. Cameras not on them, pitching wise stuff. But everyone's got their own little thing that makes them go and. Their own edge. The pitching staff might have a couple, but as far as the, the position guys go, I, I agree. I think Josenberger kind of is that guy, but he he does it in such a way that you know I don't anybody has ever looked at him as you know the type of guy that just wants eyes on him all the time. Sure. You, you can tell he he's a dude that'll go to war with his teammates or for his teammates. 
and he, he's an he's an all-out team guy. So he has his stuff, you know. He wears his things, but it's it's all team business to him, and that's that's the right way to do it, in my opinion. I love it. Yeah. So I, like I said, I like I like the personalities that can come along with it too. And uh, I know that uh, Dom. Before we uh, let you go, I'm just curious. Do you have any any of the ones that you can tell on the air? Any good Trent Daniel stories? Anything that you remember from him when you're playing days? Maybe, maybe the Baylor Super that was so much fun and was not hot at all that you guys <laughs> had to go down and play in. That no. Weather I've ever played in. <laughs> that was we had. I think Trent. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure we had a couple fans that passed out in the stands. Yeah. For sure, if I remember it, correctly. It was, it was so hot, they, hot. They literally they passed out. They We're, had towels around their neck yeah. and everything, and still passed out. I remember just sweat, just dripping out of my cleats as I walked. I mean, it was tough. But as far as Trent Daniel stories go, man, I mean, I've got plenty of them. I'm just not sure if I, you know, this is something that we might want to talk about when <laughs> when the show's done with, you know. Yeah. behind closed doors, something like that. But nothing but good stuff. Me and PD, we since day one that I stepped foot on campus. He was one of the guys that that was right there alongside me probably, yeah, until the end. Yep. And I think, I don't think we ever butted heads other than maybe one time. I and yeah, I couldn't even think of that one, to be honest. But it has been a long, I mean, was, it's 10 years. It was a... It was pitchers get it was pitchers getting on hitters about taking oh. big swings with two strikes <laughs> and then position guys getting on pitchers for not throwing strikes. Yeah. Stuff like okay. that. But we, we nipped that in bud real quick and and then it was back to business. But yeah, I mean Trent it's that's why I was excited to you know, when I noticed he was on today. I was, I finally knew that, you know, I'd like us ex ball players, we I think when we come on the show, more than anything, we just kind of want to educate people about what goes through the mind of ball players, and you know, help people understand how you know DBH kind of operates and what he expects. Because you know, it it bothers me a little bit when people on Twitter and everything they start pushing the panic button too soon, and it just bothers me because what more could you ask? I mean, obviously, we're still hunting for that ring, but man, baseball season here in Fayetteville, in the state of Arkansas—I mean, it's it's the best time of year because you know you can almost you know you can bet the farm on it that we're going to have a ball club that's going to be you know in it towards the end of the season. It's not going to be. I mean, what's a disappointing season for us, Trent? Like not getting the forty wins. Probably, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably I mean, it. If that's if I mean, that's a disappointment, point, then you've got a yeah. pretty good program going. At this point, I'd feel like everyone would probably say not even making Omaha, which is crazy. To I mean, that's just what he has done yeah. with the with the program, and at his age, it seems like he's as as good of a coach as he's ever been. And um, yeah, I mean the the expectations are high and I love it though I mean they, I love where they're yeah. at and and I like the guys that come in they know and and that's why we get the caliber guys and the depth we have I mean they're the culture the cult it's a great culture up there and guys respond and respect it yeah and I think that uh, with everything that's gone on was it now three of the last four years they've been in the World Series and uh, even before that I think it's four of the last six so 
They got yeah. it going on, and uh, that's what's the great thing about it. But, uh, but hey, Dom, we appreciate you uh, hopping on with us, man, and uh, talking a little baseball. With us. It's great to have that time of year, and I'm sure we'll catch up with you during the postseason when this team's trying to make another run, all right? Yeah, appreciate you having me.